What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Today, you need some extra big ones or something. For a couple's conversation, I've decided to come prepared to protect myself. (laughs) Because if you're on the market, rule number one, protect yourself. And I'm protecting myself with my haters blockers. You guys. Use protection. <laughs> drop <laughs> drop a yes in the comments if you want to have hater blockers and the next merch drop. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is it in that coffee? It's foam. Foam. It's not marshmallow. Was that Liz Martini? Well, if you took your hater blockers off. Yeah. You could see. Jen Anderson I wants hater blockers. Audrey wants gone. hater blockers. Friends okay, okay. Don't... I can't be serious. Not okay. like I ever am anyways. All right. But these are not going to be the haters blockers. I just figured that this will make you guys laugh. Also, it is Thursday. Throwback Thursday to snowmobiling if you were at ENS Live. That was fun. I remember that when cold air was in my face. Oh, couples goals number one. So today is, excuse me, sorry, is the ability to be silly and have fun together. Oh, it already dried off. Didn't get enough. I'm like, can you still not see? (laughs) My mom, whenever we go to a restaurant, she has, she does this to look at a menu. And I'm like, maybe you could see it if you opened your eyes. (laughs) Or if you got some glasses. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. Today is Relationship Thursday, and we're going to be talking about all of the relationship things. We're going to be talking about phase one of relationship goals, by the way. So this is going to be a few-part series, and we're starting with the most important part. Well, no, it is definitely not the most important part. It's the most important It is the most important initial part. (laughs) Definitely not the most important part. What is the most important part? Wait, of what? Re- uh, relationship goals. Being a, a making a great duo. I think the most important part is something that keeps on evolving. But at the beginning, you guys. I mean, if you're out there on the market, it's attraction. Attraction. Yeah. We we are evolutionary beings, you guys. Attraction builds traction. That's true. Attraction builds traction. That's right. And maybe that traction would lead to thrusters. I don't know. (laughs) But. That was funny. But. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Sarit said something funny. (laughs) You're awesome. But. So attraction is not everything, but it is extremely important, especially at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because we are evolutionary beings. So, you know, we've talked about it multiple times where you know like if you meet somebody for the first time and i'm not just even talking about like going out on a date but 
you know, like we make an assessment, you know, just simply based on how they look, whether we like it or not. Mm. Okay. And especially if you're living the fit life and you're in it to win it and, you know, you're out there trying to catch a hot date, you know, like how they look is going to tell you everything with regards to their current lifestyle. Because remember, your body today is a byproduct of all of the decisions that you've made up till today. <laughs> so now that doesn't mean that you haven't made like a shit ton of progress. Maybe you already lost 100 pounds, right? But, you know, the very initial assessment is, you know, like how does, per how does that person look from afar? I remember when I saw you for the very first time, like I, I was extremely attracted to you. But, you know, as we evolved, it was more than just attraction. But at the beginning... Physical att attraction. Yeah. But, but at the beginning, physical attraction is super important because that's the glue. It, draw, it, it's, it's, it draws you into. If you don't have a physical attraction, there is no consideration for anything beyond that aside from a friendship. Nothing beyond a friendship if there's no kind of physical attraction. Now... This is initially, you can get to know somebody better. They become more physically attractive to you mm -hmm. because of how you can connect with them. Yeah. That's, that's a possibility. And also studies have shown that people become more physically attractive, the more familiar they become to you. So, you know, maybe at the beginning you weren't so thrilled about how somebody looked, but you know, like as you hang out with them more and more and more and more, it's like, all of a sudden it's like they they seem to be a lot more attractive than you know like how attractive you thought they were at the very beginning it can also go the opposite way you can be extremely physically attracted to somebody initially somebody said i don't know who it was that's the honey right they can have sweet honey but then they're completely arrogant or they are a victim they suck all of your energy out of you. They're, you know, always woe is me, or they don't have the same values as you do or whatever it is. They well, can actually not on the same page. I think that's all the things. Okay. They can become less physically attractive to mm -hmm. you. You're like, I no longer care for that because I know this. Mm -hmm. I had that happen to me one time. It's like, you know, a relationship is like a very layered process. It's kind of like a funnel. Do explain. Oh, I'm gonna draw something new today, you guys. <laughs> Art make class us a, with Sarit. Make us a picture. Yes, I will. Uh, we should make a shirt that has all of Sarit's graphs on it. No, let's not. It just looks like a big like uh, math equation that nobody understands except for the people who's been on all the calls that she has drawn graphs for so at the top of the funnel and we're gonna get to the different phases over the next couple conversation but this is a funnel like that and at the top of the funnel it's very superficial because it's backwards whatever you guys get it you can write superficial for yourself um but because we're evolutionary being remember like we either perceive danger or comfort based on our surroundings, whether something is familiar to us, whether something is attractive to us, and so on and so forth. And by the way, this goes for every species. 
Like for example, let's say, you know, like if you go on a hike and you see a tree that you've never seen before and, you know, like it's got this fruit that looks, you know, kind of familiar to another fruit that you like, maybe like an apple, you know, then you're a lot more likely to eat it versus let's say if you go on a hike and you see this tree that, you know, supposedly it has like the, like sweetest taste ever, but it looks dangerous and with spikes, are you going to more likely go for it or less likely? Eating a fruit with spikes. However, once you have more information, then the decision can be different. Okay. And it's like, if we were to com compare it to fruit, think about, um, the cactus fruit versus an apple. Okay. Like, let's say if you hike in Arizona and you see a plantation full of cactus fruit, unless you have information about the cactus fruit, because if you go ahead and touch it, like, I mean, good it's luck. Spiky. It's spiky powder. That's going to like make you itch and feel like shit for the rest of the day, unless you've got gloves versus an apple that you can, that, you know, is just like a lot more familiar. Until you know that, you know, the cactus fruit is a fruit that, you know, is sweet, it's nutritious, you know, if you handle it a certain way, then you're going to stay away from danger, then you can give it another opportunity. However, your initial opportunity starts from a superficial judgment, like it or not, because this is what allowed all species, not just humans, to survive and also thrive. So if something is unfamiliar, if something is not up to par with whatever your expectation is, then your initial judgment is that it is not in alignment and the likelihood of you giving it a second shot is a lot less likely. I think I've had a conversation with someone either a week or two ago and, you know, like we were talking about online dating and, you know, like how certain people... When they're online, they make themselves look so much different than how they look in real life. And the initial judgment that the receiver gets the first time that they go out on a first date. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Can I talk about this for half a second? Yeah. When you do that and then you meet somebody in real life, you're disappointing them. You've pretended to be or look like or you've posed as something perceivably, in your eyes, better than what you actually are. So then when you meet somebody, it's disappointing. Mm -hmm. That might sound harsh, but it's like, I would have rather just, whatever it is, if you got like, whatever the insecurity is, if you got like buck teeth or like I got a mole on my face, if you got like a beard, if you got a black eye, um, if you have a big head, Whatever it is, I'd rather be myself and then know that the people reaching out to me are cool with that than be perceived as something else and then disappoint because I um, didn't meet the expectation, the perceived expectation. Okay, that's my little rant on that. But that's good. That's good. Because now you're a constant disappointment. Yes. What? You're doing that to yourself. Yes. Look. Unless this is the catfish. This is the catfish game show. Those people, like the, the ones that go to the extreme, usually never actually are willing to meet the other person because they don't want to be a disappointment. But it's still so unfulfilling because it's, there's no real connection. 
For those of you who went to ENS Live, we can make a connection with you here, but it's never going to be the same connection as in person. Mm -hmm. I ran into Leanne Harsh today while I was running in Hollywood. And that real personal in-person connection will never be the same as an online connection. You're still seeking more. So you're always seeking more or you're always going to be a disappointment. Be you. Amen. So, you know, let's, let's go back to that real quick. So, you know, the initial judgment is superficial. However, if you didn't um, set a different expectation as far as disappointment and it, you know, it's just like you meeting somebody for the first time, you didn't look different. It just, it is what it is. Then because you're entering the funnel either way, even if from an attraction standpoint, let's say it's not up to par, you still have a chance because now you're at the top of the funnel. So now, you know, hopefully you've got more attractive traits, attractive traits. The first trait that we see is the physical trait. Okay. However, when it comes to human beings, we have so many traits. Okay. If you have other attractive traits, then you have a bigger chance to go further down into the funnel. See where I'm going with that? However, we're going to touch up on it. Um, in more details on, you know, the, the next couple of weeks conversations. But, you know, at the beginning, the appearance part is really, really important because you're, and you know what, like, I'm, I'm kind of like catching myself because I feel like it could be different for different people because some people build intimacy in different ways. But I know that from my own experience, um, you know, like when it comes to a uh, partner intimacy, like the, the physicality of it is super important for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm very physical. Um, and that's Let's just get physical, physical. And that's just my standards. But it's like, you know, like with you, like I wanted to take you to bed like instantly. Because I have sexy earlobes. And if the bed part wasn't good enough, then, you know, like going out of the funnel, like chances of that are greater. However, because for me, that is a thing. Nope. I'm dipping you, out. <laughs> if you, if you are more attractive, then because we'll I want to go to bed with you. Look, because a sexual experience is also spiritual. Yes. And it's emotional and it's all of the things. I do think that it is on a person to person basis because I guarantee you there, there are some people who can just like for us get off and not so, be spiritual at all. But what you're saying is what I require in this encounter is boom, boom, boom. If we do not connect right. on an emotional and a spiritual level in this encounter, I'm out the funnel. Yeah. And there's a difference between, let's talk about first impression real quick mm -hmm. or still. There is a difference between your, like a great impression, a fake impression and a lazy impression because you want to be real, right? You're like, well, girl, I spent all day in my, in my yoga pants and a big ass t-shirt with mustard stains. So that's the first impression I'm going to give. I'm like, well, your ass is just lazy right now. That's a lazy impression. Make an effort but not so much of an effort, like make enough of an effort that it looks like you actually care, but not so much of an effort 
that it looks like you care more about being liked than you care about yourself Oof. or liking yourself. That's good. Right? No effort. Good, like uh, authentic, real, good effort. I care too much effort. I care more about you liking me than how much I like myself. Find the middle. Mm -hmm. Oof. I love it when she says that because in my mind, I'm like fireworks. Like I did something good. I said some good things. Lazy, great, too much. Lazy, great, fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have a lot of thoughts going through my head and I kind of, I'm not sure if I should share them because I feel like some of you guys are going to get so fucking pissed and I just, I don't care to do that. But, you know, like I'm just thinking from my own experience, like I think that we're like, I'm onto a trend in my head. So if you guys want to hear it and you're not going to take shit personally, then then drop it in the comments. Otherwise, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> um, what were you going to say, though? I think that's it, you know? And, and the other thing is, I, I don't think people are lazy when they're dating. I think they get lazy, they get comfortable when they're already in the relationship. And they want, it sounds like they want you to share it. So, yeah. So let's roll. Okay, all right. Well, you guys promised. You guys promised that you're not going to take shit personally. However, I'm going to talk from life, life experience. I think that that okay, is, let's, this is the disclaimer. This is life, Sarit's life experience. Let's go. I think I that this hear. is why a lot of times like straight girls end up going for gay girls when they're not actually gay um, during a certain point of their life because, and I'm not saying that this is for everybody, but like I've seen this happen a lot that like some girls just have a phase where they've gone for, you know, like, they know they're straight, they act completely straight, but for like a year or two, they just want to like go off the rails and explore with the girls. And normally that girl is somebody who looks like she takes good care of herself, but not too much to a point that's fake. And I've seen that happen a lot. I've no like I myself have experienced that. Um, and I wonder if that's a thing, like it maybe like, are you drawn to that person because of how they live or do you just want to have sex with them? I think that it's more than a sexual part, but I think that it's inspiring. So you want to be around that. And because you know that person's tendency, you become who you surround yourself with. I don't even think that's offensive. I think that's just a, a curiosity that that's you asking a question. Is this like, what, what is that? And I would call it exploration. Shit. Explore if you want to explore. Mm -hmm. People have had sex with animals. That that that's their jam. I don't know, but I think it's like you know everybody's different, and it's and it's an exploration or a curiosity of like I wonder what this world is like. You know, um, I don't know. Only from my own experience, I can say like I really don't live in anybody else's life, so I can't. Um, I can't say that, oh, this is the way it is for everybody. But I know for myself, like, there, there are a plethora now, like, LBGT turned into LBGTQ+, plus, right? Is that, I think that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. Feel free to correct in the comments. Um, but it's because everybody's just different. Everybody is different, period. It's just a matter of what authentically makes you feel alive. Oh, I and an A. 
LMNOP. Um, LGBTQA+. So, and, and I'm sure more, well, I think if they put the plus because... I'm going to look it up. There can be more. And, and there probably will be. But it's just us identifying, you know, we're putting labels on things to try to uh, understand or identify kind of like what a preference is for somebody. And so... Oh, interesting. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, asexual, ally, plus. Other identities. Okay. I mean, we, we're all in it. Cool. We're, we're just humans. I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> and, and we're learning every day. But I think really what, for me, it's that I don't feel, I don't, I didn't, I've been with guys. I've been with girls. I've been attracted to both physically, uh, spiritually and emotionally. And it's really a person thing. Mm -hmm. It's a person thing. And the spectrum is like the whole, the whole way. And you know, where I fall is kind of like, I prefer to take on a little bit more of a masculine role, but at the same time, I like feminine qualities of myself. And I have fallen in love with a person. I have fallen in love with a, a soul that happens to live in a body that is the same reproductive system hmm. as me. That's it. I don't like to call like, I don't, I don't like all the boxes. I love that they help to identify or help people to understand kind of where I'm at or, you know, where anybody's at. But I don't like, I don't like it when somebody's like, oh, you're a lesbian. I'm like, I don't know. I actually I don't, really don't like that word. I, I think it's like vulgar. I don't. Lesbian. Lesbian. So, but, but, but that's the people taking things offensively. I don't care if somebody says it. I'm like, right. I'm not a lesbian. Like, I'm just like, okay, yeah. Like, that's how you understand it. You know, that's how you understand it. And where I may be ignorant and, and say, a, and not politically correct terminology, all I hope is that person understands, I just don't know, and I'm doing my best, right? And to brush it off and say, I know who I am, you know, whatever word they use is just helping them to understand, you know, it's, I'm not in a box. The only time I can be put in a box is if I put my goddamn self in a box. Mm. And I just hope that every person can have the attitude of like, you know, if you call me the wrong terminology by my, my, my idea of what it is, or, you know, if I call somebody else the wrong terminology by their idea of what they are or who they are or how they identify, then I just hope that it's like, you know, you can either say, hey, you're doing your best and I would love to help you and educate me, but not to like brush your nose up and be like, I am not a lesbian. I, because I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> I don't even know what word I would use to describe it. But anyways, let's define it. I just, I just, I don't know how we got on this topic, but I mean, it's cool. I think our community appreciates that. Shit. But, but what I love is like, there's the whole, the whole spectrum it's a, it's a prism. Is that where it's literally all the colors? It ain't a rainbow anymore. It is, I think it's called a prism where it's like literally every shade of every color. A prism is 3D, but you're right. If light shines on it, then it turns to rainbow. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. 
Um, We're all motherfucking unicorns, you guys. All, we are all goddamn cheetahs. As long as you're being ethical, an ethical unicorn, it don't matter what hair color you got or what shape you got or what other unicorn you like, as, not, as, as long as you're not physically, emotionally, and mentally harming the other unicorn, then great. Um, I don't know most of the terminology. Um, but I learn new things all the time. Yeah, we gotta have a call with, um... Miss Cozier. Yes. With, with Nicole. I'm a, I'm a Vox you later, Cozier. Um, okay, let's do a quick recap. So, let's talk about the scale of attraction real quick. Because that is going to help you increase your chances to get into that funnel. Who knew that we were gonna like take dating and chemistry class and combine them in one? Liz says, I'm a dyke. I know, that's why I laughed. Trisha, her sister, we are all just people, which is the truth, if you want, like. You guys are so funny. Today. I am, I am a, the species of human. So this is what's going to help you get into the funnel faster without even any effort. Ooh, teach me. And excuse my non-straight line. You can call it a lesbian line. <laughs> oh my gosh. Teach me, sensei. Sensei. Ooh, I haven't heard that in a minute. Just because it's not straight, why would it be lesbian? It's not straight, it's gay, but we've brought up that word. So we're utilizing it. Yeah, please nobody take offense. We're really just... Yeah, we're just <laughs> trying to shed some light and make you guys laugh. And understand at the same time. Yeah. This is how, how to get teach. in the funnel faster. How to get in the funnel faster <laughs> without. Is the funnel code word for pants or what? How to get it? What's the funnel? Funnel is life. What's the top the, of the, the funnel? funnel the, the top of the funnel. So you're getting into someone's life. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Foot in the door. How Look. to get your foot in the door. So, so here, here's the scale, right? Like hella attractive. And not the back door. And disgusting. <laughs> Okay, like completely polar opposites. Which is all, which is all an opinion. Yes, it's a personal opinion and it's a personal preference based on, you know, your core values, based on your preference and so on and so forth. But the higher up, the higher up, the more to the left you are on the scale for, you know, the opposing being, the less you're going to have to try in order to get into the funnel initially. Initially, because you can be very attractive, but if it stops at that, then you've only penetrated this far in the funnel. You said penetrate. That's right. <laughs> For you 12-year-olds. Who is the most 12? I think. We're, we're all equals. We're all equals. So. Sarit's book of charts. Everybody wants one. A coffee table book of Sarit's charts. You better start ripping out those pages and collecting so I can start putting something together. So, you know, I, you guys, I think that we all like have a scale in our mind. Like who is somebody that, you know, is, is really attractive to us. And, you know, anybody who kind of looks like it initially is who we're going to give more chances when we're putting ourselves out there before knowing any other information. Okay, just like the cactus fruit and the apple. Okay, now of course, the deeper we go down within the layers, the more there goes in, the more complex it gets because it is no longer just physical. And by the way, this is why so many couples get comfortable and gain weight. 
um, because it is no longer just physical. But at the beginning, it is very physical, you know, and that's why we try more. We, you know, like... Put in more effort. Yeah. You go above and And that's why so many people lose themselves in a relationship because at the beginning, it's very physical. Very, very physical. It is mostly physical. In the funnel that looks like a vagina. I'm really glad you guys are enjoying this episode. It makes me really happy. We're never here to intentionally offend or hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. We're really doing our best. Um, and every day we have things to learn. Mm -hmm. um, so beyond the physical though, there's a very close second thing I would say. What is it? Is a vibe. Oof. An aura. Energy. An aura. Yes. Right? Yes. Because, let me paint the picture for you guys. If you walk into, let's use the bar scenario just because it's like where you meet people, I guess. Or a coffee shop. Let's say a coffee shop. Okay? You walk into the coffee shop and you're about to go to the counter. Somebody is at, sitting at a table, catches your eye. Ooh, interesting. They're interesting in a way that makes me excited to some degree. To where I would want to like maybe have a conversation with them. Then the very close second is what vibe is that person putting off? Mm. If they are, if you go, if, if you go introduce yourself and you say, uh, I said vibe, Nina, not vibration. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of crazy animals. Not vibrator. Um, if you walk into a coffee shop and somebody has a vibrator that's visible, do what you want. Um, but don't bring that shit in your coffee because it's going to spill everywhere. It's my mixer. It's my mixer. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> what if it goes on like different speeds? Like splatters. Excuse me, barista. Can I please have a new coffee? I, <laughs> I violently mixed mine with this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyways, I hope you guys are laughing. This is amazing. Um, so anyways, back to the aura. Imagine going to a coffee shop and just like offering people like <laughs> can to, I mix to, that to, to mix their phone. Mom, can I mix your phone, please? Would you like <laughs> me to, would you mind, would you want me to mix your coffee? Uh, anyways, all right. So now next time you go to a coffee shop and you see somebody stirring their coffee with a spoon, you're going to laugh and it's going to be amazing. Um, but if you look or if you go and you introduce yourself to them and they give you like a creepy eye or uh, some kind of energy or something that makes you feel uncomfortable, they just became less attractive. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So it's also, and, and the reason that I initially said the bar scenario is because First date. If you see somebody sitting at a bar and you want to walk up to them or, or like, you know, go to the bar to order your drink next to them, um, you know, and they, and they start like staring at you or they start doing something that just makes you feel really uncomfortable. Or they like start texting underneath. Or no, or they like start inserting themselves without your invitation. Or they get bossy at you. Yeah. Or, or like they, they they start ordering your drink. Like we'll have two of these. Like, bitch, I didn't want one of those. Like they immediately become less attractive. So there's the physical attraction. And then very close to that, I would say is the, the energy that they are putting out. Yeah. I think that this goes back to my 
like spaghetti girl analogy. Um, you know, and this go. I don't know at what ages these happen. These things happen, but in my twenties, it happened a lot. And you I don't know, think there's a certain age. You know, I think that let's say girls who decide that they want to start vibing with the girls, but they know that they're not gay really, um, unless it's like a for a certain person type of thing. Like double-sided vibing or? Like, I feel like a lot of dudes, like when you, when you meet them for the very first time, it, like they try to make such a good impression with regards to like how they take care of themselves that their vibe is now starting to decrease. Like she will have this or like, you know, the dude will make a decision for the girl. Meanwhile, it's like, if you go out on a date with the girl, you know, like, because she knows, like, let the woman pick for herself. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Of course, of course. I'm not putting this in a box, but I'm just saying it. Like, I've I've heard about the typical things. movie scenario. Yeah, with <laughs> I'm thinking about white chicks. I will have that. Like, bitch, don't tell me I'm gonna eat a salad. What if I want to eat ribs? Um, yeah, but vibe is. Vibe is huge. I think vibe is what's going to get you a second date. Mm. And attraction is what's going to make you want to start talking to someone. But if somebody's vibe is just like not in alignment with your vibe, this is just something that we feel, you guys. I don't think we, like any of us need to have a course. I mean, maybe like the course this of is, actually listening to your gut. This is being in tune with yourself. Yes. This is being like you know, sensitive to energy. This gets woo-woo. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, if you go against your gut feeling, then that's on you and you're going to have to pay for it later. But, you know, I like you guys say, to see what just popped up onto my screen. Oh, gosh. A cup of this daily burns 12 Why pounds. Why have we all been getting the sex since crazy. the conversation yesterday? They're listening to us. So, hear this. I'm not interested you are hurting people okay um but yeah somebody's vibe is what's going to get you make you want to go with them on a second date like you were so damn attractive but you were also so fucking fun at the same time i was vibing. i was like man i'm really into this i was vibing <laughs> i don't even know what that means <laughs> we went at 10x speed it's a certain amount of confidence I think that somebody has. There's confidence and arrogance. And I think there's, there's too humble to where you don't have any confidence. Then there's so much confidence and no humility that you're just completely arrogant and full of yourself. And then there's confidence where when you come, you play to win, but you're also humble enough to be coached. Mm -hmm. And that confidence that sits right in that sweet spot is attractive. And I believe that, and what I've heard from you guys, a lot of you, we want to lose weight so that we can have more confidence mm -hmm. because it makes us feel a certain way. And I think that is beautiful because when you have that sweet spot of confidence, but like, I'm not too full of myself, people are drawn to that and you have more opportunities. Yeah. Initially, like it's not everything. And that's why it's really easy to sabotage as well. Um, but it's a great initiator. It's a great, like, you know, um, form of creating more opportunities. And also 
being present because when you feel good about yourself, you can experience the moment wholly. When you're not feeling confident about yourself, you're all up inside your head. And you're How is more, this person thinking about me? Um, you're way more do, concerned. Do, like, do they see that like my fat is rolling from my pants? And I'm saying all of this because this is what these I... Are thoughts that have gone... These are thoughts that went through my head when I wasn't confident. But when I did transform my body and I was confident, then none of that matters because now... I didn't even care what the other person was saying. Yeah. All you I was, was just being me. You were, and way, it's like, you were way more concerned about what you thought they thought about you than what they're actually saying and not, not able to be engaged in the conversation and present. Yeah. Yeah. And confidence will take that away. When you really feel the best about you, that confidence will allow you to, like Sarit said, be present and actually engage in the conversation and in the moment and in what's happening and experience it rather than just be concerned with what are you thinking about me? What do I think that you think about the way that I look? Mm -hmm. Stacy, I would love it if you can make an engagement <laughs> post today um, that says... Oh, I just had it in my head. A moment of silence. <laughs> I might have to write it down. We were just talking about confidence, right? Yep. We were talking about how, how oh, confidence yeah. allows you to be present. Why is confidence important to me? Mm -hmm. Because you guys all have different reasons for wanting to be more confident. For some people, it's, you know, maybe you've been in a relationship for a while and you guys both lost sight of one another and you know you want to rekindle that relationship maybe for some of you guys is to gain, gain leadership over your kids because they're growing up and you know like again kids learn through action and they're just like a bunch of like raging animals or maybe it's because you want a promotion so or maybe it's because you want to do the da -da -da in any position and feel comfortable in it without having the lights off yeah. So why, Stacy, if you could make a post, why is confidence important to me? And what am I currently doing to gain confidence? I'm going to write that down just in case if I need to text it later. Stacy's a G. Yeah, she is. 69 people watching. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I was listening to something about emotional maturity today. And I was really, yes. and I was really excited when they said, Yes. I'm not talking about, you know, cracking jokes and like being funny and like uh, saying whatever. I'm talking about emotional maturity where you can have hard conversations, where you can um, be really smart with and respectful with how you're approaching somebody and, you know, the emotional intelligence, right? Like, Knowing when to, when to push, when to hold back, knowing how to have a confrontational conversation with somebody as an adult and not being passive aggressive, like this kind of emotional um, maturity. And it made me so happy because I was like, oh, great. So all the times I say something stupid, like a 12 year old would say, which I don't actually think are stupid. I just think that they're really funny. I don't have to feel 
like I'm just immature because I believe I'm very emotional. You are intentionally immature when I mean, you it's in, it's intentional. Yes. It's because intentional. why? It makes people laugh and laughter is the greatest medicine I truly believe. And someday I'm going to do a stand-up comedy show. Someday I really will. And I'm going to DJ my way into my own stand-up comedy show. I am going to open for myself. Correct. Now to the stage, me. <laughs> I want to do all the things. Can I we just bring want Tiffany Haddish to that. Oh my gosh, they ready? All right, you guys. <laughs> Look, we hope that you found this episode entertaining yet educational at the same time. If you guys don't know this by now, we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. You guys, we're here to help you because that is what fulfills us, knowing that you are winning in life and knowing that you're living your most fulfilled life and your highest calling. You guys all have it within you, but if you don't feel like you're on the right path yet, then that's okay. The first thing that you have to do is insert yourself into the right community to inspire you and give you direction and support you so that you can create that change. Because creating a change is not that easy. And to change, you got to change. And that's why it's difficult because you have to change your ways in order to change your life. And you have to change your mind in order to change your ways, which is one of the most difficult things. Yeah, and that's why we do these episodes to add value to you guys to, you know, change your state, um, whether it's by providing you information, making you laugh, or just like engaging you through, you know, some funny things, um, or just, you know, making you think and sometimes having tough conversations because, you know, that is what it takes in order to provide a true transformation. If you are new to the community, welcome, welcome. Please make a post. If Don't be a new, lurker. If you're new to the community, this was probably one of the most entertaining episodes we've ever had. I would, I would argue that many episodes are entertaining to some degree, but this was just like off the charts for yeah. us. And it made me really happy to see so many of you guys putting the little laughy faces um, and, and to see some of your comments roll through. Um, you guys, we're here to, we're here to help. We're here to entertain. We're here to educate. We're here to learn, uh, and we're here to grow together. So thank you for being a part of this communal growth that is growing. And if, if you're thankful for today's episode, do us a favor and just share the love either by inviting more people to the community. I want to provide, I want to give a huge shout out to somebody, um, who, who has been doing that. Nina Reese. Nina. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. She's gone fishing. Um, so either inviting people who, who, you know, who you can tell need the help and the support, or either, or, or just share it with somebody because you know what, maybe they've been upset over the last couple of days and you want to make them laugh, or maybe they've been struggling with something and you want to shed some light to them. You guys, we do this show for free, literally for the sake of helping you guys, because we know what we, when we help you guys, then by default, you help others in your community. And that is a win by the end of the day. So please, if you took your time to watch today's episode, just do us a favor and pay it forward by either 
um, you know, engaging in conversation with somebody who's been like, oh my gosh, you've been, you've lost so much weight. Like, what the heck are you up to? Or, you know, like if you've been hearing that somebody is struggling, just invite them to the community. Okay. Rising tide, you guys, raises all ships and you guys are rising. So let's help the world rise together. We're going to do everything that we can on a daily basis. But in order for us to make a bigger impact, we need your help. Um, so we appreciate Amen. any time and effort that you go into putting this. It really means a lot. Amen. Um, just a quick reminder that Fridays are guest interview days. Um, and Fridays, our episodes start at 9 a.m. And those calls are on Zoom. So a link will be dropped later today. Tomorrow, we have the pleasure of chatting it up with Gary Brecka. He is an incredible biohacker and he knows how to increase your lifespan. And we're going to talk about everything human performance beyond just habits and increasing your lifespan. So if you're interested in becoming a higher performer, be it physically or just in life in general, or if you want to live longer and also add more life to your years, then this is the episode for you. Add more life to um, Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. He might not be a name that you know, but you're going to be sad if you don't show. Yeah. Cool. Hey, will you guys go and have yourself a beautiful and blessed day? And we will see you guys tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern time through the Zoom link and out on Facebook Live. Catch you later. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.